0: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. The Eagles are back in action on Sunday, and they'll be taking on a division rival. For the second time this season, they'll face off against the Washington Commanders. This time, it'll be on the road at FedEx Field at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. The Eagles have a chance to sweep the Commanders after they defeated Washington in overtime just a few short weeks ago. But division matchups are weird, and they can cause all kinds of crazy things to happen just because of the intense rivalry that exists between two divisional teams who have to face off against each other multiple times in a season. So a sweep is definitely doable, and today we are going to look at how the Eagles can do that, checking out some of the keys to the game. And we're going to start, actually, with time of possession and clock management. And this was actually something that played a big factor into why the Eagles went into overtime. The first drive of the first matchup between these two teams was a commander's drive that took seven minutes off of the clock. And it wound up ending in a touchdown, putting the commanders up seven to nothing. The Eagles did match the touchdown on the next drive, but the Eagles did lose the time of possession battle in the entire game. The Commanders had the ball for five more minutes than the Eagles did, and that made a difference at the end of the day. The Eagles lucked out at the end of the first half by getting the ball with a minute and 39 seconds left on the clock, and they marched down the field to score a big field goal to keep it a one-score game going into halftime. But the Commanders did the same thing at the end of the second half to send the game into overtime. So the time of possession favoring the Commanders really kept the Commanders in the game. And it's very, very difficult to win football games if you are not holding on to the football. We learned that during the Chip Kelly era. During the three years that he was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles were last in the league in time of possession and we only made the playoffs once. If the Eagles are able to dominate in the time of possession battle, the Eagles should be able to take command of this game and be able to dominate the Washington Commanders, keeping them off of the field through long, sustained drives. Now, how do we do those long, sustained drives? Well, that's going to bring me to my second key to the game, which is the run game. The Eagles and the Commanders were pretty evenly matched in the run game the last time that they met. The Eagles netted 104 rushing yards to the Commanders, 107. The Eagles are currently averaging 142.7 rushing yards per game this season. That's fourth in the league. The Commanders, meanwhile, they're averaging 86.1 rushing yards per game. That's 29th in the league. And they're going up against an Eagles defense that is significantly improved from last season where they were middle of the pack in terms of run defense. The Eagles defense is now first in the league in terms of rushing yards per game allowed at 62.9 yards through seven weeks. Going into their matchup against the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins were first in the league at 181.8 yards per game, and they're still first in the league following their matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles at 162.3 yards per game, but the Eagles were able to hold the Miami Dolphins, who have the best run offense in the league, to just 45 rushing yards. Eagles defensive coordinator Sean Desai was asked about the Eagles' run defense earlier this week. Really, uh, for us, and this is our defense here, our, our players are, are, are making this come to life, and our front coaches with Coach Rocker and Coach Washburn really have a point of emphasis there. I mean, the, they talk about every week of you've got to earn the right to rust the pasture, and the way to earn the right is to knock the run out. And, and that's a core philosophy of what they believe in, what I believe in, what we believe in as a defense and as a staff and his players, and so they take a lot of pride in that. and, and uh, from a stack backer position, I think Coach Elliotts done a tremendous job of teaching these guys the fits that we want and how we want to play different uh, schemes, uh, our schemes versus their schemes, you know whether' we're in a post high defense or a split safety defense and how we want to stack and fit uh, on some of those backers. And then using our support, you know I thought the DBs uh, did a great job uh, uh, with the secondary support this last game because you know, we knew they were going to try to attack some edges and they were able to come up and set some edges for us. Now, the Commanders did beat us in the run game last time that we faced off, but a dominant Eagles run defense should be able to keep this team in check. Last week was the first time that the Eagles played a really complete game, and I'm really expecting that a lot of that is going to carry over to this divisional matchup. The third key to the game is going to be turnovers. Now, the Eagles have been a very turnover-prone team over the course of this season so far, but their only game without a turnover came against the Commanders, and I think that made a huge difference in why the Eagles were able to come away with the win, even if it was an overtime. Jalen Hurts has now thrown eight interceptions on the season, which is an average of more than one per game going into this game. And last week against the Miami Dolphins, he had both an interception and the fumble. The fumble occurred in the pocket. It was kind of a really bad situation. And it was something that, really, just at the end of the day, has not been a good look for him. Really, the interceptions in general, eight interceptions have not been a good look for him either. Offensive coordinator Brian Johnson was asked about fumbles as it relates to the league and how the Eagles are trying to adapt to that. Here's what he had to say
1: You know, you look at fumbles throughout the National Football League, like you tally them all up at the end of the year, the majority of them are sack fumbles in the pocket and, and the quarterback um, fumbling the ball in the pocket. So, you know, the, the one thing that we always try to emphasize is, is two hands on the ball in the pocket. And, and you know, in that particular clip, Jalen did have two hands on the ball, but, you know, we just got to continue to be firm and, and detail it and, and – uh, and really minimize those uh, those type of game-changing plays. So, uh, you know, for us, that's something that, you know, we talk a lot about in our individual work, uh, ball security. And, you know, we just got to keep pressing it and keep, keep pushing forward and keep trying to improve.
0: Now, on the commander's end so far this season, Sam Howell has thrown seven interceptions, and they've also fumbled the ball away four times. So the Eagles and the commanders are about neck and neck in the turnover battle season long. But the Eagles were not able to get a single takeaway against the Commanders. So if the Eagles are able to tilt the scale in their favor, it'll be a great way to shut down the Commanders this weekend. The fourth key to the game is going to be the secondary. Commanders wide receiver Terry McLaurin, he has a nickname, and it's Scary Terry. And he has that nickname for a reason. So far this season, he has 37 catches for 432 yards. In the first matchup against the Eagles, he had eight catches for 86 yards. Now, are they A.J. Brown numbers? No, they're not. He's playing for the Commanders. They're a significantly inferior team, but they are big numbers. And the Commanders number two, Curtis Samuel, has seven catches for 51 yards in the first matchup. The Eagles secondary so far this season has allowed 227.4 passing yards. That's 18th in the league. Now, admittedly, the Eagles secondary has been banged up, and the team did bring in some reinforcements this week. They traded with the Tennessee Titans for their safety, Kevin Byard. Byard was a stud for the Titans. So far this season, he has 47 combined tackles, including 30 solo. He also has a fumble recovery. And the Titans fan base continues to be disappointed that the team seems to be selling a whole bunch of their key players to the Philadelphia Eagles. Bayard is expected to have an impact in Sunday's game, undoubtedly. Terrell Edmonds was part of the trade to the Titans, so we'll see how everything winds up panning out. Nick Sirianni found out about the trade with all of the other reporters on Monday. It was a pretty funny moment. If you want to go back and check out the press conference that he held, but he was asked on Wednesday about what he thought about Bayard. And here's what he had to say. I've had a lot of uh, just watching him as a player, uh, being on the other sideline of him um, when he was in Tennessee and, and I was in Indy. So obviously as a player, um, have a lot of respect there and then also know the the people I know some people in the building at at Tennessee and and they can say more good things about him um very high praise as a player very high praise as a person very high play, praise as a as a leader and so we know we're we're not only getting a good person we're getting a good pardon me a good player but also a good person and and that's exciting because, um, you know, when you get the right people in here, that they're going to be able to handle the ups and downs of the season. And so really excited about that. Um, we'll be out in the field today, so we'll be able to, you know, uh, obviously with walkthrough, but hear him communicate and all those different things today and see how he's picking up the, the defense. Now the fifth key to the game is going to be the quarterback matchup. Jalen Hurts, the last time that he faced off against Sam Howell, went 25 for 37 in the passing game for 319 yards and two touchdowns. He also ran nine times for 34 yards. Meanwhile, Sam Howell was 29 for 41 in the passing game for 290 yards and a touchdown. He also ran six times for 40 yards. Now, Jalen Hurts is unquestionably the better quarterback in this matchup when he's not throwing interceptions this season. And his decision making has grown. I really liked his decision making in the Rams game. I really liked, in general, his decision-making in the Dolphins game. And in that Dolphins game, I really liked how well the Eagles were able to pull together and play a complete game, and that included punching it in in the red zone. The Eagles were 4-for-6 in the red zone, where they've been lackluster for most of the season. Now, Brian Johnson indicated that this was a point of emphasis for them, going into last week especially, and he does expect that to continue.
1: Yeah, we, you know, the guys did a great job of... Of executing, uh, making plays and um you know, putting guys in a position to where they could they could go in and do what they do best. But you know, for us, you know, we talked about this a lot as obviously an area of emphasis and you know, something that we obviously need to be better at. Um, you know, so just our, our focus, our attention to detail um of what we were doing to uh to make sure we came away with seven instead of three. So if Jalen Hurts can continue the kind of dominating
0: performance that we as fans expect from him, the team will be a sure bet for Sunday. So those are my keys to the game, but let me know your thoughts in the comments below. What's getting you excited? What are your areas of focus? Let me know. And thank you so much for tuning into the Bird's Nest podcast. You can support the Bird's Nest podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube or by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. Please visit birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you'd like to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon either in the description below or at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles!